uh, be okay not paying yourself. There's been times in my business where you got to write checks for other people. You, you got to keep keep the, the ship floating. You got to keep people in the game. So you got to be prepared to not pay yourself for, for certain periods of time because money's going back in the business. So you got to be ready for that. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Daniel Blue of Quest Education. Daniel, it's great to have you on the show. Gresh, thank you for having me. Looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it as well. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Daniel so you can hear about some of the awesome things that he's doing. And Daniel is a Forbes contributor and an owner of Quest Education. His company helps people access their retirement accounts penalty and tax-free to help them accomplish their financial goals, such as growing their business or paying off debt. After having a daughter at 19 years old and overcoming Oxycontin addiction, Daniel was able to make the transition from being an employee to an employee year. Daniel, great to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, sir. Let's get to it. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I like to call your CEO story. Yeah. So I came from a, a home where my parents got divorced uh, when I was 12. Uh, my mom pretty much raised me from that point on. So, you know, single mom in California, money was tight. So didn't grow up with a, a ton of money. And uh, at that time, I just knew, I'm like, man, I, I don't want to live broke, right? See my mom's struggling, you know, busting her tail. And uh, I just knew that the, the financial world was something I wanted to tap into. Uh, ended up getting into sales at 18. I dropped out of college. And then I found myself in a position where I started to learn about self-directed retirement accounts and understanding that there's this whole new world, not new, it's been around for decades, but there's another way to actually look at retirement accounts beyond just the stock market. And I uh, ended up working for a company in, in the retirement account space for a few years and uh, was able to transition into becoming a business owner. Uh, we've been around for about three years now. Nice. Well, I definitely appreciate you, you know, sharing that and, and, you know, just getting the opportunity to kind of, it sounds like, as I read in your bio, get the opportunity to have more freedom and more empowerment, more opportunity by being able to kind of know and understand that because I'm a big believer in knowledge being power. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not one of those people that grew up wanting to be a business owner, right? You hear like Gary Vee talks about, you know, he'd grab flowers, you know, on the, on the street and then sell them and, you know, selling trading cards when he's like 10, right? Like there's a lot of people out there that have those stories of, you know, always wanting to become an entrepreneur at a young age. And that's cool. That just wasn't me. You know, I was 18, just graduated high school. I was roofing. I went to college because society told me to, and, and I had no path. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Certainly the thought of becoming an entrepreneur did not uh, cross my mind. Um, but I was, I'm a firm believer in networking and I was able to network with the right kind of people when I was 18. Despite me dropping out of college, I was able to network, work my butt off and uh, found sales. And you know, I'm a big believer if you can get that craft down and understand sales and communication, no matter you know, if you're a recovering drug addict, if you're a college dropout, if you don't have you know, family with wealth, um, there's a lot of opportunity if you understand sales. 
Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think so many times, and I'll say this often that we'll forget about the human aspect of business. And I think that you using the word, you know, communication, building relationships, networking, doing those things is to me at the heart of, you know, business. And if you're able to, you know, understand that, and especially if you're able to excel, to me, the sky is the limit because you're able to, to have that human to human interaction that often can't be done necessarily as well by, you know, computers and, and different analytics and things like that. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go from being entrepreneur, self-employed to leading a team and being an entrepreneur, you know, you have to be able to communicate, articulate your vision, um, you know, be able to pull people together and, and win together as a team. Can't do it alone. I mean, you certainly can make six figures on your own and, and, and hustle on your own and, you know, make money on your own. I'm not disputing that, but there's levels, right? And, uh, you know, I'm not where I want to be financially. Uh, I've got about 14 employees, so we're a relatively small company. Uh, I just was at an event yesterday, and the co-CEO of Chipotle, he spoke, you know, and this dude had, you know, hundreds of thousands of employees, right? Chipotle was massive. Uh, so, I mean, there's just certainly levels to it, and, and there's two things that stuck out to me that he said yesterday is, you know, leadership is boiled down to two things. One, your team has to be confident in their ability. Two, your, your team has to be encouraged by their circumstances. And I was like, man, that's just so basic and so true. Like, yes, there has to be competence. Your team has to know what they're doing. But two, like, you got to lead them. You got to make sure that they're encouraged in their environment. They're you know, encouraged in their circumstances and they see the vision and they're motivated. Uh, so there's just a lot that goes to it. But it all boils down to communication and listening and you know, seeing how everyone can align and, and accomplish each other's goals together. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I appreciate you for sharing that so much and giving, you know, those, those nuggets and that, and that tidbit, because I think so many times, um, often the, the path to success, at least I'm a big believer, and that it's not necessarily hard um, to, to understand. You can say it in a simple way, but you just have to be able to execute it on a regular basis, getting everybody, you know, on those same um, paths and on that same role. So um, I, I know you, you mentioned, you know, a little bit about your team and, and how you're leading people. Could you take us through a little bit more on that and how exactly you're serving the clients you work with? Um, so for me, it's all about being able to replicate yourself, right? It's all about, you know, a struggle that, that I've had and I'm still working on is, is empowering the team and delegating and putting people in the right spot. You know, there might be someone on the team that has certain skills, but you've got them performing a different set of tasks where they actually should be on this other side. And a lot of times it's your own ego. It's your own inability to be self-aware. You're just so in the trenches where you're not seeing the forest. You're in the trees. Um, so it's really just being able to just maximize your, your team. It's like a sports team, right? It's all people that like sports, you know, you, you got your center, you got your point guard, you got people that can shoot the three, you got people that can rebound. Like, are you setting up your team for success? And, and that's a struggle and a challenge for all business owners, right? Like being able to hire the right kind of people, train the right kind of people, have a good culture and, and just making sure that people are in the right seat uh, on the bus that you're driving. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I think it's definitely something that's uh, underrated because often, you know, success is a, is a team sport and you have to make sure that you're having people in, in the right spots and positions, as you said so well with that analogy, because I think so many times we all have our gifts and our talents, but to be able to kind of get everybody where they're at and to be able to be rowing in the same direction is really what um, it comes down to as a leader. And so um, I wanted to, to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for Quest Education or um, yourself personally, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart of makes you unique? Uh, just being able to help people understand in a basic way that they actually can access the money in their retirement accounts penalty and tax free. There's this myth that if you have a 401k or an IRA, that money is out of sight, out of mind. You, you can't control it. You can't access it. 
And a lot of people, they're not getting the knowledge from their financial advisors or their CPAs, either one, because it hurts the pocketbooks of the financial advisors, it goes against their business model, or two, it's just a lack of knowledge. And there's ways, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have like an LLC, sole proprietorship, if you're a solopreneur, you've got some kind of side hustle, some kind of entrepreneurial activity, if that's you listening or watching this, and you have a 401k from an old job or an IRA, there are IRS approved ways for you to access this money penalty and tax free. And once people know that they can do that, you know, they start thinking about other ways to control their own money, because at the end of the day, it's, it's their money, right? Like they work for it. They should be able to control it and have more options besides just the stock market. If they, if they like the stock market, great. I'm not here to be adverse to that. I'm just a firm believer. An entrepreneur started the business to get more freedom, to have more time, to have more control. They should be able to have that with their retirement accounts. And those options are there. It's just a matter of them knowing how they work. And that's where we come in. Yeah, I appreciate you for for sharing that. And, you know, as I said, you know, before, like knowledge is definitely power. And I think that, as you said, I think if you have an opportunity to have a business, you have the freedom, or even if you don't have a business, you have, you want to be able to have the freedom to be able to decide how you're going to invest your money, what that looks like. And, and I think having the awareness of all the different options that are available to you is definitely one of the best ways to do that. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to knowing the options, right? We, we don't know, we don't know. So being yeah. able to have that curtain pulled back and just know that it exists, it's always nice to just have another tool in your tool belt. Yeah, absolutely. It never hurts to have tools in your tool belt, that's for sure. So um, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Routines. So like last night I was telling you, there's that event I went to where, the co-CEO of Chipotle spoke, we're networking. You know, I didn't get home till like 11. I didn't go to bed till 11.30. I wake up every morning about 4.20 to 4.30 to go to the gym. And I need sleep, man. Like there's people out here that get five, six hours of sleep and they're good. I, I envy that. I wish that was me. Uh, I need about like seven to eight. Like that's my sweet spot of being optimal and, and not being groggy and things like that. So, you know, I'm getting like four and a half hours of sleep. Alarm goes off. Like, man, I try and go to the gym, but got up and I went and, and I have that routine of just going in the morning and, and just that's my time. That's my time to listen to podcasts or an audiobook or maybe switch it up with some, some jams. And that's just my time to kind of like release my beast and release my stress and just have some time to just focus what, what I'm going to do that day, be intentional. Um, so I, I do my best to just get in that routine and do that every day, despite how I feel, despite my excuses. And that just sets the tone for the rest of the day. It doesn't have to be the gym, you know, it could be just something that's a routine for you in the morning is work for me. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and I wanted to ask you now for what I call CEO nugget. So this might be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you touched on. Uh, or you could tell a client or if you hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. The, the worst case scenario or what you think like is ultimately going to happen. Like we all have that, that idea or that vision of like, man, this is all going to come to an end or like I'm stressed out about this happening, like that worst case scenario, right? And, and that worst case scenario is probably not even going to happen. Like the likelihood of it happening, yes, it's there, but like you're spending so much time thinking about like that worst case scenario where you're missing out on the present. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, in business, you know, I've thought about, well, shoot, man, like this is going to work. Like I might lose a bunch of money. Like am I going to have to fold shop? Am I going to have to quit? Like what's going to happen? And it's just like, man, what's the point of thinking about that? Like, I'm thinking about something that's not even real. It hasn't even happened. So 
we, we, we forget that our mind is so powerful and our mind likes to play tricks on us. So, you know, just, you just got to chill, you know, like just chill out when you start to think like that and just know you're just tripping over something that's not even real, hasn't even happened. And you're taking away from the present and what you could do now to, to live a better life next month, next year, five years from now. So don't, don't sleep on that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Daniel, what does being a CEO mean to you? Uh, be okay. Not paying yourself. There's been times <laughs> in my business where you got to write checks for other people. You, you got to keep, keep the, the ship floating. You got to keep people in the game. So you got to be prepared to not pay yourself for, for certain periods of time because money's going back in the business. So you got to be ready for that. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And and I and I think, and I don't know if you would agree, you know, to this as well, too. I feel like we we always think of money and that's definitely something that ha- happens, but it's also time and energy. A lot of times you're making those investments into the business and you don't necessarily get those dividends right there, but it's all about, you know, investing those resources so that you have a vision, you have that opportunity, it pays fruits later on. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're investing into a startup, something that has a lot of risk of failing, but you were so crazy enough to believe in that dream and that vision that you put yourself in a position to make it happen. You invested time, you invested money. I guess it's not going to happen overnight. People have this preconceived notion that, you know, they're going to make it work in a, in a year and two years. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen. There's been some, I know people that have, you know, struck it really well with a business and, and they're doing well within a year or two. Like that happens. But, you know, most of the people that I know and most people that you know, too, that, you know, we're talking right now and the listeners, they know, like, and you think about Apple, you think about Microsoft, you think about these big companies, like it took them years, I mean, five, 10 years to, to really break through and, and start seeing the, the fruits of their labor. So, you know, it's, it's definitely the long game with, with being a CEO. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I appreciate you sharing that because I think there's not enough narrative around that. Um, and, and one of the things that I, I remind myself and I'll say often is that the secret to the overnight success is it takes 10 years. And as you talked about, you know, Apple, you know, being in the garage or even if you've been online and you've seen the Jeff Bezos uh, picture of him with a, like a cardboard box written in Amazon.com and like yeah. Sharpie, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't happen overnight. And I think that yeah. part of the frustration that a, po- a lot of people have that we talked about in the nugget is because people don't realize that's exactly what it is for more majority of the people it is going to be a grind it's going to take time yeah they either fail most businesses fail one two most businesses take a lot of time to make money to be profitable to be scalable to really hit that growth Uh, it's like a kid right like you start a business it's a kid it's a baby you can't even take care of itself then it grows into an infant then it's a toddler then it can ride a bike without training wheels you know then one day it gets its license and it can drive then it turns into an adult right it's like same thing with the business. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even to those people that sometimes do hit the the quote unquote more of an overnight success, so to speak, if you really like listen to their story and some of the things that you do, sometimes you'll hear that they had certain skills, they had certain experience. So even though they weren't building the business, they were building themselves or something around them yeah. in order to build the business. So it didn't necessarily happen overnight. It was still kind of like that painstaking kind of grueling at times, you know, um, tasks and, 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 and chopping at the tree, so to speak, to get to where you want to be. For sure. hundred percent agree. There's uh, there's levels to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Daniel, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. 
Yeah, I think the the best way to uh, you know if, if what I said you know connected with you in some way, shape, or form, and you want to check out more what I'm doing, uh, I've got a podcast called How Winners Win. We we talk about you know winning in life, personal, financial, business. Obviously, I own a financial company, so we're going to drop some nuggets on you know making money tax free and things like that. But you know we also talk about like adversity and and struggles. So just uh, being able to help as many people as we can become better versions of themselves. Um, and then I'm pretty active on Instagram, uh, Daniel Blue. You, you can follow me there. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. Um, and I'm, I, I do my best to just put out relevant content that could, uh, you know, entertain people, inspire them and, and educate them and again, help them make some kind of improvement with their life. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I, I truly appreciate that, Daniel. We will have the links and information in the show notes. Love the name of the podcast as well, too. How winners win, who doesn't want to win um, in so many different ways in life. So I love how you're able to kind of incorporate that into the, all the knowledge and information that you have. So appreciate you, my friend. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.